Hi there, and welcome back to my podcast slash journal. Um, I'm going to try and make this maybe a once a week thing. I don't know. I just, again, kind of reciprocating back to, not reciprocating, but going back to what my original episode said. This is more of a journal for me and to kind of get myself out there and take care of my own mental health because I think everybody needs that and it's just a huge thing because unfortunately we don't live in a time anymore of if you bury it keep it down keep it to yourself then it's okay because nobody else is really gonna know Everything is just so out in the open. Um, Social media and everything just... You're pretty much open and vulnerable without even realizing it. I mean, unless you don't own a computer or don't have internet or don't have any social media, media period, excuse me. um, You're just open, susceptible, and vulnerable. And yes, there are people out there who don't have computers, and I kind of admire them. Um, They are definitely on a different level, and I'm sure they have very um, strong mental health, in my opinion. Um, I used to work at Circuit City with my husband. I think I mentioned that in my first episode, but... Um, we knew some people, some customers that came in and they didn't have computers and they were perfectly happy. They came in for either, uh, stereo because they liked to listen to music and the radio or, um, if they came in for a TV, um, they, the couple that I'm trying to remember or think of, I don't think they did own a Maybe they had one TV, and I think they had just, like, basic cable, like the PBS stations mostly, and they were happy. They kind of lived out in a rural area, which is fantastic. I eventually want to do that, and they always came in. They were cheerful and great customers. They had children and grandchildren and would buy video games and consoles for their kids, or grandkids, excuse me, and they had no idea what to do, so we helped them. Anyways, um, so I put up my first solo vlog today, and it is, um, called Vlog of a New Real Estate Agent, and, um, It's just going to start bringing people who are interested in watching it through the trials and tribulations of being a new real estate agent. Just being a real estate agent and then on top of that being a new real estate agent. Now, I've been in real estate since 2006. Um, I I know it pretty well, but not 
from the negotiating side or the pricing side or trying to actually sell the property type side it just or earn somebody's business as a buyer or to earn their business to sell their home I just was always the assistant or transaction coordinator or whatever um, so this side of it is very new to me I watched many people go through it but to go through it yourself is completely different so I went over a big old hurdle for myself and put my face to a camera by myself and did a quick minute, minute and a half vlog because that's about all I could handle and I'll probably end up making that a once a week thing too and it's, it's nice to feel that terror again <laughs> but I still feel like um, I'm having to do things to make up for what my husband doesn't want to do or feel or I'm doing what my husband feels I should be doing in the business and it just it's frustrating to me because he wants me to feel a sense of achievement but I, I'm not I don't I want to I want to be home and be a mom and be a wife and be uh, basically a homemaker. I would be happy doing laundry and cleaning every day and going for walks and going and socializing with family and friends when I have when the time is there. That is what would make me happy, but. it's going to just be a constant sense of contention between my husband and I if I continue to fight for that because he is also for whatever reason seems to be very motivated off of what I do he doesn't have a whole lot of self-motivation himself which is a further frustrating thing to me like I I have to be out at the office in order for him to work or I have to be working or doing something in order for him to get motivation to do something and I hate that I hate that I have to be the lead I don't want to be the lead I don't I don't want to have to be the one to go to the gym first every time in order for him to find the motivation to go to the gym I don't want to have to be the one to get a goddamn 9 to 5 job sacrificing my happiness, sacrificing everything because I've been doing that ever since <clears throat> and just so that he can feel like I'm doing something and then get the motivation that he needs to work and do something and I just I'm tired of of that so I don't know how to portray that to him anymore because we've gone around and around about it but it doesn't change anything I mean I can't change him I don't have that ability only he can change himself 
but to have that motivation to do it is a thing in itself and it's funny because I never I have never really had the concept of self-reflection until I met him and his family and they preached about self-reflection through what was called agape love Um, Dave Grant was their pastor anybody out there knows Dave Grant or knows of his radio show that he did or um, his recordings and stuff he I went to one of his after I started dating my husband and it was truly a life-changing event for me it was a beautiful three-day retreat that we did and just everything in there was so, I mean, mind-blowing. And from then on is when I really started doing a lot of self-reflecting and trying to overcome my immature, overly emotional, deflective self. Um, and I've definitely come a long way. It's, it's been at least 15 years since... I went to that retreat. In fact, my husband and I just celebrated our 15-year anniversary of when we first started dating. Um, We will be married 14 years this coming July. So, it's, it's it's been a ride. But it doesn't seem like, going back to what I was going to say, it doesn't seem like my husband wants to do self-reflecting because he's afraid of what he's going to find. And he's I know he has depression and I try and help him as best as I can but there's only so much that I can do because he only allows me to go so far to let me in and then he always says he can't talk to me so I'm trying my best to what he wants me to be but at the same time I want to be what I want to be so um, again that's that's why I'm doing this because I know I'm not the only one that feels frustrated and doesn't have a whole lot of outlets so this is an outlet this is me maybe even reaching out to people who have similar mindsets because I go through depression I go through just wanting to run away and in fact not but a couple weeks ago I just had the huge urge to pack everything up and take my daughter and whether my husband wanted to go or not I, I didn't care just and just go leave start over somewhere and never look back because it's just more struggling everything in our life has been a struggle and there's just been very little payout it feels like say payout um, or reward I, I don't know what to call it but it doesn't feel like we've 
accomplish what we wanted to accomplish, a sense of comfort. But maybe one day that'll happen. Realistically, I'm so grateful for what we already have. We got married very young. I was 18, he was 19, and we worked. I went on independent study from school. I went to class twice a week and graduated that way, but during that time I got a job. I got married. Uh, I graduated, and shortly after that we moved out of my in-law's home into our own apartment, and just we have worked and script and saved and just had our noses to the grindstone for so long and we're exhausted. We finally have a daughter. We've wanted a child for, before we had her, she's almost a year and a half, actually a year and five months. I don't want to make her older than she is. Um, But before we found out we were pregnant with her, we had been trying for a good six, seven years, and we had given up. At least I had. And when it's that's the only thing you have ever wanted, to just give up on it is definitely soul-shattering. And I had to give up on it for a long time, and I... I'm fairly certain that's what started my cynicism, my severe cynicism and depression and just saying fuck it to everything. But now it's all so beautiful with my daughter in the world. It just, she's amazing and perfect. And I want to be, I'm going to be an amazing mother for her. Um, And a part of doing that and being that for her is setting myself straight and getting my own mental and emotional health in line. And maybe part of that too is going back to my agape love lessons and getting, getting that back in line. I want to do this with my husband because he is the love of my life. He is the man I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. And I'm, I am somebody who preaches, well, if it's a toxic relationship, you need to leave. Or if it's this or if it's that anything, like my mother's in a toxic relationship with her husband, my stepfather. Um, but she's not going to leave him and, but that's an entirely different story because he's incredibly abusive. Um, but I get where some people are coming from too. My husband's not abusive. He's kind hearted. He's tries to be considerate. Um, he tries to be appreciative but he wants to be something that I don't think he believes he's capable of, but I could see it in him. He just is too dependent on me, I think, so I don't know. 
but this is my second one and it's getting to be a little long so I really appreciate anybody who's listened to this and I will definitely be posting again because this seems to help a lot so thank you and have a great day